Welcome to the Best in Beauty podcast, where you can get inspiration and strategies to help your spa and skincare business reach new heights. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. Let's get this beauty started. I am so glad to be talking about feng shui today, and I'm even more excited to welcome Kate Wind to the podcast, who is a feng shui consultant and a wonderful astrologist, and might I add, a recovering spa director. (laughs) Kate, (laughs) welcome to the Best in Beauty podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I love that you say recovering. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It is. And you spent so many years running a huge, uh, well, many huge resorts up and down the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, over 12 years, which is just wild to think. Yes. And I think, you know, you're really the perfect person for this because of your background and your experience, and then also having this ability to um, really help people as a consultant with feng shui, who better to talk to about maximizing your office space, your retail space, um, your salon and spa in general with some basic feng shui tips that might really help to promote prosperity, calm, happy team members. So let's talk about first, Kate, how would you describe feng shui maybe for someone who doesn't really know what it truly means? Absolutely. Because there can be some mixed reactions when you say feng shui. You know, some people might think, oh my gosh, is that interfering with my religion or my current beliefs? But I like to boil it down to the idea of feng shui is not only putting things in their proper space, like, oh, I have to have a red door, right? Or or my bed has to be this specific direction, but it's aligning your inner world with your outer environment. And so I tell people like the walls in your home or your office or your workspace are the largest vision boards that you'll ever create. So what you're surrounding yourself with you're asking the universe for more of. So the idea is to take a critical look at our space and say, is this reflecting what I want in life? And if it's not, then we need to make a change. Very succinct and a very easy way to understand it. And as you're saying this, I'm looking around my space already (laughs) with like a list of things. I'm like, oh boy. Okay. Um, Right. Because we've talked no principles. We've talked no elements. We've talked no direction. We've just, we we're all we're saying is, is it aligned with what you want? Love it. Love it. That's, that's really a great way of describing it. And I'm sure there's, I know there's a lot more to it and, you know, we have limited time today and I really, um, and we'll, we'll leave all your contact information. Cause I know people might want more information or get, get a chance to work with you, but let's talk about spa and salon. I mean, again, you have a very extensive background in this area, you know, running um, the resorts there in Vegas and having to buy multiple brands and, you know, curating a good collection of uh, retail and making it very shoppable and exciting. What are some tips that you can give our listeners that do have retail spaces, uh, big or small, what they can do to maximize that and, and what should they be looking for? Absolutely. Well, first off, you bring up a great point of just like spa and salon. Those are two different beasts, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. And as we get into the feng shui principles, there's we there's not really feng shui principles that work in both of those spaces. Right. This the spa is very calm, right? We want to relax people where the salon, 
the salon really goes against several feng shui principles. But if you think about it, the salon kind of thrives in that chaos. Mm -hmm. And stick with me, right? We want the salon to be upbeat and high energy and maybe even a little gossipy, right? Sometimes that's like the highlight or the guilty pleasure of going to the salon that we get to gossip with our hairstylist or Mm -hmm. we get to read one of like the star magazines, (laughs) right? Exactly. So those are different, right? And so, yeah, within our time today, it would be hard to address both of those. So I think you make a good point of like, how do we start at the mouth of the salon or spa, Mm -hmm. right? Which is usually the retail area. So the idea is, is that's the first impression. And we've all walked into a store or someone's home or a space and said, oof, something about that doesn't make me feel good. So the idea is, is we want to create that welcoming space in that retail area to get people in that excitable mood to continue to stay in the space and spend money and feel comfortable. So when it comes to the retail space, one, you know, I've, I've noticed in a lot of like higher end spas or salons, they like to go for this very minimalistic look when it comes to the retail mm-hmm. and it can be done well, don't get me wrong, but we also never want the client to come in and think, are they going out of business? Right. And Bath and Body Works, that's where my retail career did start back when I was 18. And, you know, when the shelves would be disheveled or during sales, clients would literally walk in and say, are you guys going out of business? Mm-hmm. Right. And so we, we always want to make sure that they're full. They're plentiful. It looks like, no, we're ready to serve you. So that's one of the things about the retail is make sure that, that they're stocked in any areas that maybe you're missing product lines or maybe you've, you've been sold out of something and there's some issues with getting the product back in. I would put a crystal there or a little plant or even some signage just to remove any of those holes in the retail space. Okay. So having empty space on a retail shelf would not be good for bringing in and setting the tone for prosperity and Correct. for growth. Yes. Okay. All right. Good. And the, and the other thing is, is I've noticed this in some retail areas where we get into these, they, they've set up the shelving. So you end up in kind of dead ends. We want to make sure that if we can to make it so the, the client can float around the retail space. And so we can do this with incorporating more circular like etages or tables or etagers. <laughs> I might've mispronounced that, but right. We want to create more of like a flowing energy of circles in the space. If there is an area where a client kind of gets stuck where, oh, they have to turn around in order to get out of the space, we might want to incorporate some mirrors in that area to make it flow a little bit nicer. We want the energy to flow throughout the space without getting stuck. Okay. All right. So, so just kind of, um, round, tables mm-hmm. or areas that flow a little bit better. So you really don't want like hard dead ends or like, what if you're limited in space? So well, what can you I do know. if you have a small retail space? Absolutely. Um, well, you know, seeing the space, it definitely helps just because, you know, the, there's so many different options depending on what the space looks like. Um, But if there are those harsh dead ends, I would incorporate mirrors in order to bounce the energy back into the space that is more flowy and and workable. Okay. So maybe even mirrors behind your shelving. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be really pretty too. Yeah. So, so when you, uh, so as a spa director, what are things that you can do in the space that would, aside from the retail, what little things can they do to bring 
a sense of prosperity and growth into their space. Absolutely. Well, one, I might just start with removing dead energy. And I know this is going to sound like just decluttering, but stick with me on this one because, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'll just give, I'll pick on the hairstylist for this one, but you know, you have a hairspray that's getting low, right? Maybe there's just like one more usage out of it. And so you go and you stock your, your station with a new hair, hairspray. And eventually that hairspray that has that one last use keeps getting pushed to the back, mm-hmm. right? And so our stations get cluttered with things that either are almost gone, possibly even empty, or we have brushes in there that we hate to use that brush, but we keep it in our station. Right. And and what happens is, is when we go into our station and we pick up that brush, right? Because we're talking to the client. We're just kind of fiddling our hand through the drawer. Okay. What am I grabbing? And we grab that brush. Oh, not that one. Throw that one back in. Right. Okay. I want this one. It changes our, t- our tone. It changes our energy. So the idea is do yourself a favor, remove the dead energy from your space. So whether it's a lotion or a product that you no longer use in the spa area, or it's the bobby pins that you hate in the salon, mm-hmm. remove them from your space because it just, it brings the energy down. And I know that might sound a little bit odd, you know, but think about going into your closet at home and you're looking at these clothes and maybe your clothes don't fit. And now you're, oh my gosh, you're punishing yourself, right? You're like wreaking havoc on, you're, you're not thin enough, or you're not this, or maybe you shouldn't have eaten that. You should have gone to the gym, right? We take ourselves down this negative, like rabbit hole. So set yourself up, self, set yourself up for success in your space by eliminating the clutter. Mm-hmm. And if it helps, I would say like an affirmation while you're cleaning. Cause I know some people don't like to clean or some people are like, uh, not looking forward to that, but set an intention as you're cleaning. For example, I'm making space for more clients and continue like say that, repeat that over and over again as you're clear, clearing out your space. I love that. I love them. That's a really simple thing you can do straight away um, to start implementing some, you know, really cool feng shui um, techniques. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the other, I was going to say, what about like the front desk of your retail area? Is there anything that can be done there or that maybe people should take, take notice of? Yeah. So, well, I might actually start at the door. Oh, okay. Okay. Just because the reception desk usually is pretty close. I'll, touch on the reception desk, but the door, we want to make sure one, that the door is open well. And I know that might be a a silly thing to say, but I've been to places where I thought the doors were locked because they're so hard to get open because of maybe a wind tunnel that's happening. Um, So we want to make sure that the doors open and close with ease. And if not, right, we need to figure out a way to fix it or prop the doors open while the business is open to ensure guests can easily get into the space. If your doors are in working order, I might suggest putting a small door hanger on the inside of the door, something that's going to jingle just a little bit. So when the clients come in, you like you hear it, mm-hmm. right? And we're setting the intention of we're hearing opportunity knocking. And now you can do this on at the salon or spa front doors. You could do this on your personal door at home. You could do this on your office door. And we want the hanger to be on the inside not the outside, right? So when someone comes in, you can hear just that little click or that little dingle and setting that opportunity for always hearing opportunity knocking. 
I love that too. That's great. When it comes to the reception desk, and I, I think the majority of places I have seen are set up like this, but there have been a few where it's not, where we want the uh, receptionist to be facing the door. Mm -hmm. So when the client comes in, that there is someone facing it, we would never want our back or our side to the door. And the idea is, is we want to be able to see that opportunity coming, right? We don't want to be blindsided or caught off guard when someone comes into the space. Okay. It puts us in the power and we can take this from anywhere from the reception desk to the spa director's desk to even what does your desk look like at home? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'll pick on the ladies for this one, but so often, you know, when I go into home offices, uh, our desks are pushed into the corner and we're facing the wall. And that takes on a look of like, oh, we're the help or we're the secretary. Right. You know, so I want you to take the power position, take control. Think of uh, the president's office and you can put whatever president you want to in there, right? But their desk is front and center. Mm -hmm. They're taking the the problems on head on right we're not being blindsided by things okay so again you can do that at your front desk you can do that in your spa office or even at your office at home love it love it and speaking of offices you know the spa directors or the business owners office I mean, sometimes they're really small. They're like little closets. They are. <laughs> sometimes they're lucky and they have a nice, beautiful space. But it seems to be when I've walked in some of these offices, it's like a catch-all. It's like the storage. It's, it is. it's a little intense and cluttered. So what can we do in those spaces? Obviously, it has to sometimes serve as dual purpose. But what can we do there to keep that good energy flowing and such an important role for running a business and managing a team. So what can we do for the, you know, spa directors? Absolutely. Those desks, I don't think I've come across a good spa director office in Las Vegas, but uh, because you're right, they are, they, they serve as storage or maybe you have your, your assistant in there as well. So uh, one, I would suggest bring in some lighting like lamps. Don't rely on the overhead lighting. The overhead lighting can create some chaos. And the idea is we're trying to soften the space. Mm -hmm. So using a desk lamp, and I'm not talking about just like a little desk lamp, right? Maybe even two to be able to rely on the desk lighting versus the overhead lighting. And who and likes fluorescent overhead lighting anyway? I know. It's the I know. worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's the absolute worst. It is. And the other thing is, I know there can be this sense of wanting to bring like our personal life into our space. And I'm not hating on that, right? Mm -hmm. But the idea is if we're already in a cluttered space, how can we start to remove maybe like the 10 pictures of my children or um, all the thank you cards that I've received on the wall? Mm -hmm. And I, again, I'm not putting those down, but when there's so much other stuff going on, we, we need to be able, we need to control what we can. Mm -hmm. And so eliminating that type of clutter can make the space feel more calm, more soothing, just because there's not as much for the eye to look at. Okay. The other thing that can, that we can do that calms the eye is the eye loves repetition. So if you have artwork in your office, for example, and we have two or three different artists or two or three different themes going on, that can be very overwhelming to the eye. So 
bringing in like a set of two or three images that all look very similar also helps calm the eye, even amongst the other chaos that maybe is already in the office. Okay. Now, what about then in the office, you know, with, okay, let's say you removed the, you know, lots of family photos. I mean, yeah, I'm envisioning these offices I've walked into with like poster board up there with like contests going on and all of this stuff. What, is there any other elements? Like, do you bring in a plant? Do you not bring in more stuff? You know, how do you manage that? (laughs) Yeah. You know, every office is unique. And so, you know, I, I can give some blanket statements, but of course, if we're already dealing with a lot of clutter, I hate to say, okay, let's bring in a crystal mm-hmm. or let's bring in a plant. Okay. Or maybe you might say, I kill plants, right? There's no need to bring it in here because there's no natural light and I'm not going to do well with it. So um, yes, if your space is maybe just feeling kind of dull where you're saying, no, I'm trying to bring some liveliness to my office. I don't have a lot of clutter, but I'm not just feeling the energy. Absolutely. Bring in some natural elements like a plant, even if it's fake, you know, Mm -hmm. don't overdo it on the fake plants. We don't want 10 fake plants, but one is okay. Um, And some crystals just to, again, give the, the, the space, some natural energy. And, um, why are having more than one fake plant, why would that not be a good thing for a space? Just curiosity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I kind of caution on any plants in when we do like a lot of them, mm-hmm. just because, you know, we still need to balance out all of the elements. When we're talking about elements in feng shui, uh, we have the bagua, which lays over the floor plan. And the bagua's, I'm using some technical language, Mm-hmm. which here, but it's, it's divided into nine areas and each of the areas is defined by different colors and different elements. So the idea with that is to create balance between the elements of wood and earth and metal and water. So when we have an abundance of plants, right, we're giving ourselves an abundance of that wood element. So that's why we don't want to overdo something because we're putting ourselves out of balance, even though plants are great right? Then we're missing. Where's the water element coming in? Where's the metal element coming in? Where's the earth? Mm, okay. And that's where it gets a little bit more technical, right? But- yeah. And that's when people would definitely call on someone like you to come in and, and really walk through their space with them and use that mapping system, as you said, and really every space is different, as you mentioned earlier. And so what we're talking about today are some very general rules, but you can get very detailed, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes. This podcast is sponsored by Edgeless Beauty Pro, the distributor of the best in beauty, featuring Ultraceuticals, one of Australia's leading cosmeceutical skincare brands, now available in the U.S. to licensed professionals, real skincare, real results. Do you need a way to set your spa apart? Edgeless Beauty Pro offers Observe 320 and 520X, the latest visual engagement sales tool to empower licensed estheticians to give the ultimate skin consultations and increase retail and service sales by 40%. Take your treatments to new heights. Edgeless Beauty Pro also offers Altair's Diamond Tome DT2 Skin Resurfacing System for skin rejuvenation and that superior glow. All right, we're back and let's finish off with the top three feng shui tips that can be implemented right away in any space. Absolutely. 
Um, well, I will have to start with the idea of eliminating things that don't work. So I know we touched on that earlier, but it really is something that we can do now. Remove the dead energy. If there's something sitting in your closet, sitting in your drawers that you're not using, maybe it's an old product, remove it. And I don't know if you've ever done this. It's something that happens to me all the time, but I'll clean out like a drawer and then I'll close the drawer, right? So I can't see the contents on the inside and the drawer looks lighter. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> right. It's yeah. the same drawer that was before, but it looks lighter. And if you've had that experience, you're capturing what I'm trying to get across, mm -hmm. right. Is even though it's behind closed doors, it is still affecting us. So remove the dead energy, whatever that looks like, whether it's okay. the dead plant, whether it's the orchid that has never bloomed again, whether it's a physical product, whether it's a broken tool, get rid of it. Love it. Okay. The second thing is I would put an intention in your space. And this can be done a couple different ways. One, if you are a stylist and you're on your feet all day and you're standing on your mat on a piece of paper, you could write, I am grounded and put it in a little envelope and put it under your mat. Okay. I love okay. that. Mm -hmm. If you're a therapist, you could create, um, you could create an intention and put it in one of the cabinets. But the idea is give your space intention. You know, so often, especially when we show up to the same workplace day in and day out, it can lose its luster, right? Yeah. We forget that we're, we're walking into these beautiful buildings or salons or spas. So give yourself some intention for that space. I love it. So even at the front desk, I'm thinking under your, um, your, Gosh. or in one of the drawers, you can put something to do with selling more retail, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Whatever what that be, intention. What, what would it be a good affirmation? I, I'm saying it from my sales brain and that's not sounding as eloquent. So, you, oh, yeah. So, you yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we could do like money flows to us with ease. I love that. Okay. If you want to do that in the, um, the reception area. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. Or even if you're saying, you know, I'm not a great salesperson, but I'm, I want to upgrade, you know, maybe if like as for a therapist, you could say like, I'm amazing at upgrading. Okay. Love okay. it. And, and the nice thing is, is you can change these. These are not set in stone. So you can put it in place for a month, see what, see what happens, maybe tweak it, or maybe you have a new goal or direction for the next month. Love it. That's a great yeah. tip. And then yeah. what's the final thing we can do? The final thing is going to be about money because we haven't talked about money yet. Right. And of course that is kind of the end goal is how do we make money? So for the cash tills at, and I know that's probably becoming almost an outdated term because I'm yes. sure so many things are being taken with just credit card. But if there's anywhere that money is stored um, at the spa or salon, uh, go to Michael's and or go on Amazon and find some little craft mirrors. Like okay. I'm saying craft, like, you know, ones that you like glue onto something like they mm -hmm. just need to be small. Could even be like a old makeup mirror from like a, a, a palette or compact. Mm -hmm. I want you to store it with the money and set the intention of the money amplifying or the money growing or the money uh, being duplicated. <laughs> the idea is we want to grow the money by putting a mirror in with it. So just awesome. store it. Right. So the mirror just goes into the safe or into the drawer with the money. Yes. Awesome. I never, that's, I'm going to do that today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely do that at home where you store your money. And just as a as a caution, don't store it with your bills, right? We don't want to amplify our bills. We want to amplify the money that's coming in. 
I love it. These are all great tips. And I know you have so much more to offer. I really highly recommend checking out your website, um, thekatewind.com. And, you know, you also have an amazing podcast with your mother. You're both astrologists, which I find so fascinating. And it's the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. It is wonderful. And you always give great tips on a daily basis on your social media as well. So I hope whoever's listening to this will go check those out. And um, how can people work with you in regards to feng shui? Do they have to, can you do virtual or does it have to be in person? Absolutely. Um, I do both virtual and in person. So if you're in the Las Vegas or Henderson area, I would come to your space. You just spend about 90 minutes in the space um, and talk about all the different areas. Um, And then I can also do them virtual via Zoom, uh, FaceTime, or sometimes people just send over pictures if they're struggling just with one area of the space and we can work um, on a more kind of pointed area Mm -hmm. as well. And what kind of differences have you seen? I mean, I'm sure you've worked with spas and and then, of course, you know, people's personal homes. Like what are, are there instant shifts when these things happen or do these things take a little bit of time? You know, everybody wants instant gratification. What's your take on that? Yeah. You know, I actually have like a, a document that I keep with all of my feng shui stories mm-hmm. because I'm like, this would make an incredible book someday mm-hmm. just uh-huh. because they're short stories about how. And I'll just give like a very simple example, like putting Christmas lights on the house or holiday lights on the house and we're illuminating the house, right? And then clients will say, oh my gosh, within 24 hours, I had a breakthrough. It just was like an aha moment. So it's like we lit up the house, right? And in turn, that brought something to light mm-hmm. within the person. So sometimes it can be it. that mm-hmm. fast mm-hmm. where it's like 24 hours, the client's already messaging me saying, something's happened. I love that. Especially when it's big things, when we're moving a tree or we're putting lights on the house for the first time, uh, those can be almost immediate. Uh, Sometimes if something's been in place for a long time where I'm in a home and they've lived there for 30 years, you know, sometimes that might take a week to come through just because we have to unwind all that energy. So just like I said, I'm a recovering spa director, right? It doesn't, I put my notice in, but it didn't take away all that overnight. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. Every day gets better, I guess, if you will. Yes. Yes. And I think it's such great, you know, you've had, like, you've lived two different lives. I mean, you've had, you know, your spa director experience, and then now you're, you know, working for yourself, really living your passion with helping others with, you know, their homes with feng shui or with their lives with astrology. So it's just, you know, my hat's off to you. I think that is incredible. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you being on our podcast and giving us some tips. And um, again, if you want to work with Kate or you want more information, all of her social media handles and website will be in our show notes. And Kate, thanks so much. And cheers to a prosperous 2023. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to continue the conversation, be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and on LinkedIn. If you would like more information on Edgeless Beauty Pro and our brands, please connect with us at edgelessbeautypro.com and get our education and event calendar. Sign up to get connected with one of our account executives to see if our brands are a right fit for your business.